Good morning. A really warm welcome to you all. It's lovely to see you. Lovely to see some faces uh, returning after the pandemic. Still, you are really welcome. It's lovely to see you. Those of you who are new to the church, you are really welcome as well. My name's Ian. I'm one of the ministers here. And as the service goes on, there will be various other people taking part. Today's a busy morning. We've got a lot to get through because we're celebrating so much. But one thing we are really focusing our minds on today is that word, or two words, thank you. Today we're going to be talking about thanking God, thanking people, being a thankful people. Maybe you've got so much to be thankful for today that you've come with a great heart full of bursting of praise, or maybe you come heavily burdened, and we will recognize that as the service goes on, recognizing that for some people, saying thank you is what they want to do, but it's also with a sense of a lot going on in their lives. Let's be quiet as we come to worship. The psalmist says these words, As a deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. We're here in the presence of God who has been with us since our waking moment, but is here with us now. And we have an opportunity to worship as we sing the song, Yet Not I. Father God, we thank you and praise you that, Lord, we stand here this morning with you as our Lord and our Saviour. And, Father God, with you as our Lord and Saviour, we know that our sins are forgiven. Lord God, we pray for your forgiveness this morning. And we thank you that we know that we receive it in you because you died for us. And so, Father, this morning we come before you humbly. And we thank you that we don't stand here in our own strength, but we stand here this morning in your strength. And God, we thank you and we praise you. Thank you for forgiving us. Thank you for making us your dearly loved children. Thank you for adopting us into your family. Thank you that we are never alone. We lift you up and we praise you this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Please take your seats. I have the delight this morning of doing the thank you part. So you should have been given two bits of paper on your way in, hopefully, this morning. And we're going to start with the bigger one. It might be lots of different colours, but the bigger one is the petal. Okay, so if you haven't got a petal and you would like one to write on, please put your hand in the air and those on the door will come round and give it to you. There's a few on this side that haven't got a, a petal, if somebody could give them out. On the... Petals, we're going to write something to say thank you to God for. As Ian said, there's lots of people here this morning as I look around who I know carry a lot of burdens and have had a very difficult time and are still going through difficult times. It might be hard to think of something to say thank you for, but you know what we can say thank you for? That is that God is with us, can't we? 
and that he's always been with us and he goes before us, he goes behind us, he goes with us. But have a think about what can you write to say thank you to God this morning. I think it's, I've got the loveliest job, haven't I, to say thank you. And hopefully our hearts are full of thanks to God. So be writing something you want to say thank you to God for. And during the singing of our next song, the children, I think, are going to come round and collect up our petals. And during the service, they're going to make them into something beautiful together. So please grab a pen, write down something you want to thank God for. And if you don't want to put it in lots of words, you don't want other people to read it, you can put it in your own made-up sign language even, like letters and stuff. It can be as secret as you like, okay? But this is between you and God to say thank you. So I'll give you a moment, and then we're going to stand and sing Thank You, Lord. Are you all right, Matthew? Yeah, I'm Oh, you're volunteering for the basket. Thank you. What a star. If anyone else wants to come and help do the baskets, any children, please do. And then uh, the music group are going to lead us as we sing our next song. We thank you for the salvation of Jesus Christ that assures us eternal life. We thank you, Lord, that you are a God who is there with us in our deepest pain. We thank you, Lord, that you never leave nor forget us. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Please do sit down and Haley's going to come and just give us uh, any notices that we need to be aware of. Good morning, everybody. Um, just a couple of notices today. This evening at six o'clock is our first in-person Sunday evening service since March 2020. So yes, you are all welcome. It's at 6 p.m. Um, and we're doing different themes every week. And this week is um, gathering around the world. Word, sorry, not world. Sorry, Vicky, I just scared you there. <laughs> it's not world, you're doing word. It's gathering around the word. Um, so it's an extended Bible study, so please do come along. It will be slightly different to the um, online format that we've been experiencing over this last 18 months, but please do come along at 6 p.m. That would be great. The meeting place um, opened last week. Its first official opening is tomorrow. Thanks to everybody that did come along. Please do come along, continuing this week. Um, treat yourselves to tea, coffee, cakes, lunches. And I'm sure Alison would still love to have some more volunteers. So if you would like to volunteer in some way or want to find out how to volunteer, please do have a chat to Alison. She'd love to speak to you. Our Wednesday lunchtime services are starting again this Wednesday at 12.45. So please do come along to that service if you would like to. And then finally, Treasure Times is started in two weeks' time. And there are some programs coming up um, out in the meeting place area. So if you would like to grab a program beforehand just to find out what's happening, please do. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, uh... Microphone on? It is now. That's lovely. Um, who's grateful to be back to school? <laughs> who's not so grateful to be back to school? That's funny, it's the teachers who mainly put that hand up that second time. 
Well, it's a new term, and uh, it's all exciting and terrifying and worrying all at the same time. But we also have a number of our young people about to leave us to go to uni. And if you are going to uni for the first time this term, would you please stand where you are? If you're off to uni for the first time, is there anybody... Or if you've got a member of your family who couldn't get up this morning and is off to uni for the first time, would you stand for them? Okay. Let's find out who we've got. Right, Hannah's mic needs to be on a minute. Yeah, so let's find out who's going. Where's he going? Okay, so where is James going off to uni? Uh, James is going to Kingston. University. Wonderful. And what's he studying? A BA in filmmaking. Wow, that's really exciting. Amazing. Thank you, God. Okay, thank you very much. Any others? Any others going to uni? We know there are others going to uni. They're obviously just not here this morning, the first time. Anybody returning to uni after a summer break or their friends or relatives who are here? Oh, there we go, down there, thank you. Um, I've got my daughter returning to uni, and it's the Nottingham University. She's uh, studying BSc Accounting. Oh, wow, amazing, <laughs> thank oh. you. What's your daughter's name? Tenny. Tenny, wonderful, thank you. Off to study accounting, was that? Okay. Yeah, always good to have an accountant. Okay. Is that another one in the f that row? Yeah, I've just spotted Bibbo. He's looking at me. Don't don't come to me. Don't come to me, <laughs> Bibbo. What are you going back to? What, where are you going back to? I'm going to Nottingham. And what are you studying? Uh, masters in engineering. Amazing. Well done. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Anyone else? Anybody else? Did you have your hand up there? No. I'm just looking around. Upstairs, there's some upstairs apparently I can't see. Right at the back, yeah, okay, Hannah's on her way up. Hannah, could you go a bit quicker, please? <laughs> Fast would be good. <laughs> Standing up at the back. Hi, Brady. <laughs> I'm happy to run for you. Where are you going back to? East Anglia. And what are you studying? Finance. Finance. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. Any others? Anyone on this floor before I go down? I see you, Jayla. Returning? Yeah. <laughs> oh. um, University of West London. And what, is it you that's going back? Okay, and what are you studying, Yumi? Psychology with counselling theory. Amazing. Thank you for sharing. Down on the front row, Hannah. Okay. Hannah, front row. Oh. Hello, Jayla. <laughs> Where are you going back to? Um, I'm going back to Brunel University, and I'm studying BA Education Studies. Fantastic. Well Fantastic. Done. Anybody else? Now, we know there are... Sorry? Oh, great, go on. 
I've got two going back. Your children. Um, okay. The first one is going back for his master's in mathematics, and the second one is going first year um, psychology and success. Wow. Thank you for sharing. Well Thank done. you. Um, Yemi or um, Jiddy, their children are going back to uni. Je Yemi, do you want to say? <laughs> Save Hannah running all the way down. <laughs> Go on, Yemi. Well, Ayo is going back to Bulgaria, um, Sophia, studying medicine. Ola has gone back to James Ford, um, Anglia Roskane, medicine as well. Amazing. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Have we covered everybody now? We got one more down the front. Oh. Arinola, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Arilola's going back to Sheffield today, yes. so that's why she's not here. Okay, to study something. Medicine. Okay, oh. there's a shy person at the back there. Come on, Bumi. <laughs> Where are you going to, Bumi? Um, going to Anglet Roskin to study child nursing. Wow, that's amazing, thank you. Well okay. done. It's great, well done to all who are studying and going to study to further themselves and we will be praying for you as you go. And, uh, oh, wait a minute, there's one more. Well, it's not me, but uh, I thought we could pray for Christabel Ogonei. She's gone to France, to Lille, to do uh, a year in France in international politics. Okay, thank you. Christabel off to France to do a year in international politics. Thank you. Hayley, will you come and just lead us in prayers for our students? Let us pray. Father, we do thank you for the students that we know, for the gifts and the skills that you've given them. And we pray now that you will give them strength, comfort and guidance as they begin this term. We pray for their safety, whether they are studying from home or they're studying in this country or another country. May it be full of learning, fun, but also getting to know you better. Help us as a church to support them by praying for them, by encouraging them, and celebrating that they are the people that you created them to be. Amen. If you, if you know of any students who are going anywhere, if you have their address, can you give it to Hayley? Because Hayley likes to keep in contact with all our students. So if you could just write it on a piece of paper, whether they're going back for the first, second, third year, whatever, if you could just jot it down on a piece of paper... Hayley would love to receive that to keep in touch with them. Now, before the children come out, Hannah, would you just explain what's going to happen this morning? Okay, so it's September. That means that Sunday school is back. Yay! Um, so, um, if you are over the age of 50, you are going to be out in the um, youth lounge and you guys are going to be doing your own separate study today. 
if you are under the age, if you are a 10 to 14 year old, you are going to be helping me teach the children in Creative Church. And if you are in primary school, you guys are going to be in the hall and we're going to be doing some games and we're going to be doing some craft. I'm also going to be doing some Bible stories as well. And also as well, if you have any toddlers or babies, crash is open. It's out in the room just before you go into the hall and uh, Joe is out there and uh, she's more than happy to see you. Um, we do ask if, uh, if you are bringing your children out that you take them to the toilet first and um, that's so we don't have to do like kind of loo breaks every now and again and uh, that is what's going to be happening today. We're going to be starting a series called Made in the Image of God and everybody's going to be learning about it in their context and uh, all of their sessions will be tailor-made for every age. Thank you very much, Hannah. So if you are a child, young person, or have, want to use the creative, this is the point at which you would now go out through the door there. If you don't know where you're going, Haley or Hannah will make sure you get to the right part of the building. As the last few people wander out on their way out, let's just pause and remember each and every one of them in prayer. Let's just pray. Loving Heavenly Father, we thank you for each and every person that has gone out through that door this morning. We pray for each young person, each child, each teacher and each helper as they make their way to their groups. We thank you for all of those who have been willing to serve in this way, particularly after such a long time where we've not been meeting. Father God, we pray that this will be a real time of blessing and joy for all those who are out in those different groups. And we pray that as they learn more about you, may those seeds of knowledge and learning grow and hold them fast to you day by day. Amen. Good morning. Well, when you see the young people and the uh, children make their way out, it begins to feel a bit more like things are returning to normal, doesn't it? This morning, we've already given thanks to God for all that he has done, that we are back. It's been lovely to greet some of the people this morning who've not been back. And so welcome to you. Welcome to anyone who's new this morning. Welcome back to those of you who have been coming for so many weeks. It is lovely to see the faces and as you continue to watch online at home, welcome to you as well. But we recognize that, yes, it's great to say thank you, but actually for some of us, it still feels like a time of anxiety, that there's still some unfinished business. We recognize that for some of us, there is a time of fearfulness, a time where things are uncertain, waiting for the next steps. For some of us, we are grieving and remembering how life used to be and trying to find a new way of being in life. And so, having given thanks to the petals, we're going to use our second symbol that we were given this morning. And this is like a raindrop or like a tear. And if you haven't got one, again, if you can just indicate and our stewards will make sure that they, uh, everybody has one. It won't be that colour. There'll be a variety of colours. But in a moment, we're going to use our teardrop or our raindrop. And we're going to use it in a different way today. 
And this is maybe as we write down a situation that we are concerned about, or for ourselves, or for a loved one, or as we intercede for others and for our world. And again, we can have the opportunity to write on them, and they're going to be collected and used for another display in time. And so just as we come before I lead us in prayer, let's just pause for a moment as we hold our raindrop or our tear and just think about what we may want to write. Using the words of that lovely hymn, Lord of all hopefulness, Lord of all joy, whose trust ever childlike no cares could destroy. Be there at our waking and give us, we pray, your bliss in our hearts, Lord, at the break of the day. As we continue in prayer, Lord, we thank you that you were there at the waking of our day. We thank you that you know us and you love us and you delight in calling us your daughters and your sons. But Lord, right now, we pray for each one of us and those that we have known who have started this day and they're not experiencing the Lord of all joy in our hearts. We pause now as we lay those things that are heavy on our hearts before you and perhaps write them down on our teardrop. Or maybe in the silence in a moment, we will offer those situations to you in our thoughts and our minds handing them over to you because you are the Lord of all hopefulness. Father God, help us to hand over those things that are heavy to you. Help us not to carry them further into this day, we pray. And so we pause. The hymn goes on to say, Lord of all eagerness, Lord of all faith, whose strong hands were skilled at the plane and the lathe, be there at our labors and give us, we pray, your strength in our hearts, Lord, at the noon of the day. And I want us maybe as we hold our teardrop, just to look at our own hands as we continue in prayer. And we recognize that as we look at our hands, we use them for so many different things throughout the day. We use them for our jobs and for caring, for our own self-care, for our shopping, our washing up, our cleaning, or whatever labors fill our day. Whether we're at home, at work, at church, in the community, amongst our families, our loved ones, our strangers or friends, these are the hands that can be used to bring you glory. But Lord, we recognize there are times when sometimes we cause you and others pain and hurt. Forgive us, Lord, when we fail you, when we do not show your love to others, when we stop bothering about the world in which we live and the choices that we make are convenient to us, but not to your world. And as we think about the hands, help us when we think about the hands of others who have hurt us. Help us to know the right way to move forward, to get help, to seek support. 
Father God, help us with the pain that we may be experience, experiencing. Or maybe make us attentive as we walk alongside others and recognize that they may be suffering. And they need us to put a hand out and walk alongside them too. And Father God, help us to forgive others as we may need others to forgive us. And Lord, as we continue to look at our hands, we recognize that sometimes we've become desensitized to human pain and suffering in others. We become overwhelmed by the stories of violence and atrocities on our television screens or on social media. It feels so overwhelming. And we forget the individuals who are affected and impacted by such events. And so we pray for our hands. And we pray for ourselves that through the things that we do, we can take small actions together and individually in order to make a difference for the better for the other person around us. And finally, Lord, as we continue to look at our hands, we're reminded about your hands. The hands that suffered the pain of the nails being hammered through them. The pain that you experienced out of love for us. As we look at our hands, help us to show that love to each person we meet. And if we need to, forgive us, Lord, when we've already failed to do that today. And the verse of the hymn goes on, Lord of all kindliness, Lord of all grace, your hands swift to welcome, your arms to embrace. Be there at our homing and give us, we pray, your love in our hearts, Lord, at the eve of the day. Those words in that verse are those of kindness and grace, of welcome and embrace. And yet, Lord, we recognize that for many, the place where we and others live is not a place of sanctuary or safety. For each person for whom that is the experience, Father God, we ask for courage and strength, that they may know how to seek help and protection. We pray for each one of us who have a responsibility to safeguard others and for those who have the responsibility to hold the abuser and the perpetrator to account. Maybe we want to write down the names or the people or the situations we know because we recognize that people of all ages are victims of violence and poverty. And many of us may be living with wounds of past pain and bitterness, and regret, and anger. And as we do that, Lord, we ask that we can give those things to you, and we pray for your love to reign in our hearts. And we pray, Lord, for forgiveness, forgiveness of ourselves and of others. And Lord, as we think about our world, we recognize that there are many in our world living in fear, who've suffered as a result of the recent fires and floods and earthquakes and other natural disasters. And we pray too for the country of Afghanistan and what the future of that country will be. Lord, may your will be done, we pray. And then finally, Lord, we 
have the words of that final verse of the hymn, Lord of all gentleness, Lord of all calm, whose voice is contentment, whose presence is balm. Be there at our sleeping and give us, we pray, your peace in our hearts, Lord, at the end of the day. And so, Father God, we pray for that gift of peace, the peace that comes when we turn to you and say sorry, the peace that comes from you when we need strength and comfort and courage. And so, in this last moment, we write our names of those who may need that peace, the peace to rest at night, the peace that comes from trusting you, the peace that passes all understanding and which keeps our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. We pray for your peace. Amen. As we sing our next song, O Lord, hear my prayer, I think someone's geared up to collect our teardrops and they're going to put in the basket and be taken out to the children. I invite you to stay seated as we sing this next song. And God hears our prayers. For those who are serving would like to come forward now, that would be helpful, thank you. You can sit on one of the front seats for a minute, but... We've been talking about our pain. And in communion, we are reminded of the pain of Christ. What he went through on our behalf. There was no divine anesthetic or sense of it will all be okay because do you know the end of the story? Jesus suffered and felt our pain. He died that we could have eternal life. He died to give us forgiveness. He died. And as we have just been filling in those teardrops with those messages of our pain, God has heard the thoughts of every one of our hearts. He knows those things. And God says, I'm with you in that. I am with you in that. And so as we come to break bread and share the cup, we do so knowing that God is with us. In the Bible, it's recorded in the book of Corinthians by Paul, writing to the Corinthian church, and he says this, For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the, new, the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. 
For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. So then, whoever eats this bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. Therefore, before Shadi comes and leads us in a prayer of thanksgiving, I think it's you, Shadi, is it? That's fine, I've got the right message. <laughs> uh, let's just spend a moment confessing to God our wrongdoings. When we confess our sins, God forgives us. So at this moment, just receive the forgiveness of God. And as you receive God's forgiveness, also have the courage to forgive yourself. That which God doesn't hold against you, don't hold against yourself. continue to lead us in a prayer of thanksgiving. Permit me to sing a worship song. Thanks, thanks, we give you thanks for you. so blessed our souls us find rest oh Lord we give you thanks almighty God we give you thanks in the wordings of the song I sang it says thank you Lord for all that you have done for all that you have done for us in this church Lord we say thank you Father, Lord, for all that you have done unto us, O oh God, as an individual, Lord, we say thank you. Lord, for all that you have done in your church, O oh Lord, we say thank you. For that which you have done in the life of our family members, in our lives, O oh God, in the life of husbands, wives, children, Lord, we say thank you. For the gift of life, we say thank you. For the opportunity to gather together, O oh God, again, O oh God, after this COVID, Lord. We thank you, Father, Lord God Almighty, for your love. For the miracle of sleeping and waking up, Lord, we say thank you. Lord God Almighty, we are not in the mortuary. We are in the sanctuary. We are here praising you, thanking you, despite all that we have gone through. Lord, we say thank you. Lord God Almighty, this morning as a church, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for all that you have done. We thank you for what you are yet to do and that which you are doing right now. Lord, we bow before your throne of grace this morning, Lord. And with a heart full of thanksgiving, we say thank you, Lord. We worship you. For our children, oh God, that are going back to school, Lord, we say thank you. Lord God Almighty, we are grateful. For the church of God that is marching on and the gates of earth that can never prevail against the Lord, we say thank you. We give you all the glory, Lord, for that which we are going through. Because, you, Lord, we know you, oh God, that 
searches the hearts of men. You know what is in our hearts, oh God. You know what we are going through. And we know that you will see us through. Because Lord, despite the wilderness experience, you will surely bring us out. And we shall surely stand and say, indeed, Lord, you rule and reign in the affairs of your children. Lord, we worship you. Accept all our thanksgiving in Jesus' name. We have prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. In a moment, we will be served with the bread and the cup. As it comes round, if you would eat the bread as you receive it, and uh, then when the cup comes round, just hold on to the cup until everybody has been served, and we will drink that together. All the bread is gluten-free, so if you have uh, an intolerance to gluten, the bread is gluten-free, so you are able to have that bread which is served today. The body of Christ was broken for you. Let's eat and be thankful. Anyone who loves the Lord Jesus Christ is welcome to take bread and wine this morning. Thank you for feeding us with these symbols of your love. And may our lives reflect your goodness. Amen. John's going to come and lead us in a prayer of intercession. Thank you, John. Father God, as we've uh, participated with uh, bread and with the cup, those reminders of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, we do thank you. We thank you for this opportunity to share in communion, to uh, share these elements uh, together. 
these reminders of our Lord Jesus and his sacrifice on the cross. And Father God, we thank you that we can uh, bring our family prayers to you now. Father, we pray for all of those who have lost loved ones in recent weeks and months, for those who are mourning those losses. We pray especially for our sister Anne Barnes as we come to, towards Gordon Barnes's funeral this coming Friday. And we thank you, Lord, that for the first time in many, many months, we are able to celebrate Gordon's life and faithful service uh, with a thanksgiving service on Friday. We pray that you would bless Anne and all her family and friends as we approach that service, Lord. But we are mindful, too, that for many who have lost loved ones, they haven't had that opportunity for the sort of thanksgiving service that we would normally have following the loss of a loved one. We do very much commend these brothers and sisters to you at this time. And Father, we pray for those who are unwell at this present moment. We thank you that on our weekly news sheet, Lord, there are a list of names of those who need our prayers. But Father God, there are many more in our fellowship who need prayers, who are perhaps unknown to us, those who are struggling with health issues at, those moment, at this moment, those who are waiting for hospital appointments, those who are waiting for operations or other procedures. Father, we want to lift to you all of those within our church family who are struggling with health issues at this moment. You know who they are, Lord, even if we do not. And we commend them into your care and keeping. And Father, as we've prayed already for our students, we do want to pray for, not only for our students, but for all of our children and young people who are going to be uh, recommencing their studies. We pray for those particularly who are going to school or university for the first time, especially for those who are going to be going away from home for perhaps the first time. And we ask you to, to bless them and to be with them, to be with all of our uh, young people, all of the young people within this fellowship, or those within our families, our wider families. We ask you to bless them, Lord, as they recommence their studies. And we pray, Father God, most earnestly, that there will not be the same disruption to study that we endured uh, last year. That there won't be uh, the long breakup from school that was caused by coronavirus. We pray that we will uh, not, as young people, will not have to endure uh, long gaps in their education uh, anymore. Pray that the vaccination program will help uh, to rule that out. And Father, we thank you for the uh, activities within our church which are recommencing. And we do pray, Father God, that you would encourage us uh, to give our service uh, to the work of our fellowship here at RBC. Lord, we need to be involved 
in the life and work of the church if that work is to succeed. Lord, we know that it is you who bless, it is you who prosper, but Father God, you call on us to play our part. And we pray that you would help us to respond to that call. We thank you, Lord, that the meeting place is opening to the public again tomorrow after so many months. We've missed it. We pray, Father God, that it will be a real witness uh, to the community around us, to those who use the church during the week, but also to those who pass by, who will come in for coffee and cake. Father God, we pray that you would help us to reach out to those who come in through our doors, that it will be a very real witness of the love of Christ to all of those who, who come through our doors. And Father, we pray too for the work of the CME, Community Money Advice. Pray for the volunteers, Lord, that you bless and undertake for them as they seek to help those who find themselves in debt, who are struggling to try and identify a way forward. Father, we pray that you would grant them success, that you would grant them blessing. Lord, we just want to praise and thank you for your blessing and your help to this fellowship, uh, particularly over these last 18 months. We thank you again for our ministers, for Ian and Vicky, for Jan and Hannah and Jerry. We have been wonderfully blessed, Father God, by their faithful service over this very difficult period. We commend them to you now, in our Lord Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Amen. We sing again. I will sing the wondrous story. But stand as we sing. Thank you. Please do sit down. And we're going to hear God's word. And Glynis is going to come and read from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Thank you, Glynis. Good morning, church. 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 12 to 28. Now we ask you, brothers, to respect those who work hard among you, who are over you in the Lord, and who admonish you. Hold them in highest regard in love because of their work. Live in peace with each other. And we urge you, brothers, warn those who are idle Encourage the timid, help the weak, be patient with everyone. Make sure that no one pays back wrong for wrong, but always try to be kind to each other and to everyone else. Be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Do not put out the Spirit's fire. Do not treat prophecies with contempt. Test everything. Hold on to the good. Avoid evil of every kind. May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who called you is faithful. 
and he will do it. Brothers, pray for us. Greet all the brothers with a holy kiss. I charge you before the Lord to have this letter read to all the brothers. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ is with you. Amen. Thank you, Glynis. Well, we've had a slightly different service this morning, and that's been deliberate, about thanksgiving but recognising pain. And really, these next few moments, I'm just rounding it up and just tying it together. Next week, we're going to start, as Hannah just uh, gave a teaser earlier, a series of sermons talking about being made in the image of God. And we're really excited about that series, recognizing we are all made in the image of God. And we're ready to really wrestle with what does that mean? What does that mean to be made in the image of God? But this week, and do you thank you for filling in those uh, petals and teardrops? And next week, we will see what's being created with those as a piece of remembering that we have a lot to be thankful for, but there's still pain around, very much linked with our summer series on Blessed Be His Name. But in this passage from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, I want us to see what does it mean to be a thankful people. Starts off in verse 12 with that acknowledging and blessing others. Acknowledging and blessing others. Have you ever come across those people who are very quick to say thank you to you, but then also very quick to pull you apart and criticize you? They say thank you, but then they really sense to destroy you. And you think, well, where is the thankfulness in that action? You may experience it if you're a school teacher, where your pupil will say thank you, miss, and then really have a go about you behind your back. Or if whatever you are in, I'm sure you have experienced similar. Paul, writing to the Thessalonian church, says this, Now we ask you, brothers and sisters, yes, all of us, to acknowledge the hard work, the work, those who work hard among you and care for you in the Lord and who admonish you. That sense of if we are thankful... We need to acknowledge those who do good for us. And you know, those people may be people in the church and those who lead the church. And I'm grateful and I'm really happy to say I'm really grateful for all on the leadership team who serve the church week by week. And most of us don't see what they do. But they're there serving the church. Those who volunteer and help in many different places. And there are those who are there quietly doing things in the background. Let us celebrate and thank God for each and every one of them. And as we are thankful to them, let's not then try and destroy them and criticize them. And complain about them. But let's find a way in our thankfulness to be a blessing to them. But it's not just in the church. 
those people who serve you in the supermarket, who have that mindless job of beep, 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 or Aldi, beep, 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 <laughs> throw it at you. You're thankful to them. But do you then complain and undermine them? Paul, writing to the church, talks about a thankful being people being those who honor others. But going on, it also talks about supporting them, holding them in the highest regard, caring for them, blessing them. If you want to show thankfulness, it means a whole lifestyle of being thankful in everything we do. And then as we go down this passage, and I'm going very quickly because we're conscious of time, and as I say, today's service has deliberately been that slightly different pace. We will be back to a normal style more next week. It's also about encouraging and helping others to live lives of thankfulness. The words in those verses are encourage, live at peace with one another, and to also stop, help the weak, and be patient with one another. Patience is something that many of us struggle with, don't we? And maybe our prayer is, Lord, give me patience, but I want it now. Because I'm struggling to be patient. But also that we need to do good. And then we come to the text, which is all surrounded with, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16, Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you. Let me read those again. Rejoice always. We had a look at that last week, didn't we? Rejoicing always. When we were trying to think every blessing I, you pour out, I'll turn back to praise. Rejoice always. That is hard, isn't it? It's hard to be a rejoicing people always, but that's what God wants us to be. To pray continually. To seek God's will for our lives, not just, not just at the good times, but continually. And then to give thanks to God in all circumstances. And then as we go through this passage even further, we have a glimpse from Paul that God's not finished his work yet. However good things are, however wonderful it is, and I'm really grateful to God that we've now got the meeting place open and we're starting toddlers and we've got the, new, the Wednesday services at lunchtime starting again. We've got the evening services started again. Isn't it great to get everything up and running again? But God has got more to unfold to us. And in verses 19, do not quench the spirit. What's that mean? Don't stop God working. 
Don't get in the way of what God is going to do. Do not quench the spirit. Do not treat prophecies with contempt. Let God's word be heard. Don't downplay what God's going to do. But test onto them. Hold on to what's good. And yes, reject what is evil. There's always going to be those things that come in to undermine and to stop God's will being done. But let's hold on to the good. And then Paul coming to a climax of this letter before he gives the instructions, make sure it's read out to all the brothers and sisters in the church. It says this, May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, body be kept blameless at the coming of the Lord. The one who calls you is faithful. And he will do it. A thankful people who honour others to bless do not get in the way of the work that God is doing. A encouragement and a support, a blessing and encouraging and helping and patient. And yes, that's a great ideal. And how many of us live up to all that? Well, probably not many of us. But Paul concludes this letter and saying, but God is still at work. God is still at work. Have you ever seen one of those building sites where they put on the outside to make the, bar the barriers, the walls, the fences they put up less boring? They put up something that's being transformed for the future. And the sense is what they're trying to say is what's happening behind there is going to be good for us all. And maybe what God's going to be doing in us this autumn, as we look at the theme of being made in the image of God, that as his Holy Spirit, which we're not going to quench, begins to do a new work, a new work in us, as God starts to do that for us, we will see something that God does that not only will bless us, but will bless the people, the women and men that we meet day by day and will bless his church. And as we are thankful people who celebrate God's goodness, go to make a difference to God's world. This autumn term, as schools go back, as college university students go back, I encourage each one of us to also be serious in our engagement with God. May the Spirit of God do a new work in each one of us.
May the Spirit of God do a new work through Romford Baptist Church. May God bless each and every one of us. And may we, as God chooses to work in us, may we be open to him using us in our whole lives. In our whole lives. Yes, rejoice always. Pray constantly. Give thanks in all circumstances. But maybe we all need to have something on us saying, a work of God under construction. And that as God starts to do his new phase of sanctifying us through and through and doing something amazing, may we each be a real blessing for God. Amen. O oh Lord my God, then sings my soul, my Saviour God to thee, how great thou art. We stand. Thou art, Father God, we thank you, we worship you. Thank you for the incredible gift that you gave us through your son. Thank you for all the blessings that you've poured out. Father, we pray that you'd take those gifts that have been given today through the bank accounts, through our giving, that, Lord, you would take them to use them for your honour and your glory. And, Father, in our gratefulness, so we present ourselves to you too. As we prepare to leave this building, so come, fill us with your spirit, that we may indeed do what you call us to do, this week to bring blessing and glory, praise and honour to your name through all that we say, all that we do. Lord, may you indeed be praised, but come, fill us, because we can't do this by ourselves. May we stand in you, firm and sure, this week, for we ask it in the name of Jesus, our Lord and Saviour. Amen. Let's finish this morning by saying the words of the grace to one another. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the fellowship of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.